Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Project Management Insights. I recently put out a bit of a survey to project managers and asked the question, what was the one the biggest problem, I guess, or the key thing that was created issues for them on their project. And what was interesting and not so interesting was the response. And the top answer, of course, tenfold was communication or lack miscommunication, lack of communication. So what I've decided to do today is do another episode on this particular topic. Today, what I want to focus on, though, is messaging. Delivery of messages. And where I'm going with this is that oftentimes what we do is we think that we're delivering a message. And notice that I said think. We think we're delivering a message when what is in fact happening is A, people might read what we've written they're not necessarily taking it in. So yes, we've communicated and they haven't really gotten the message. Or it might be that they read it, they read the message. So using an example of sending an email. So I send an email with a message. That message might be a piece of information. It might be a piece of information and a request for information. It might be a piece of um, instruction and asking them for a response. All of these particular things and ways of delivering messages in emails, as an example, might have the person read it. And then they might not be clear necessarily about what it is that you're asking from them. So your method of asking may not be clear you might find that they read it and they interpret it, interpret what you've written in a very different way, which means that they think they need to do A or they think they need to do B when in fact what you're asking them for is A. And so this is where messaging falls down in a team environment because everybody will read or take in your message, even if it's delivered verbally, they will take it in based on their own biases, their own level of understanding, their own stories. And I use the word stories in the context of we're all brought up in a specific way with a set of rules, knowledge, understanding, beliefs, and they run the way that we operate every day of the week. And so that particular, I've seen an image, it's just an image that's come to me when I was doing my master's, uh, my MBA, and they talked about like having a, a cage or a filter that all of those messages come to me through. And it's like I'm receiving them only through that filter. Well, when that happens, if I've got one filter on and you've got a different filter on and the other person opposite has another different filter on, 
how difficult does it make receipt of your message? You can't know that any one of those people has received your message in the way that you want it. Unless what you do is validate. And by validate, what I mean is checking in with the people to understand that they have the same level of understanding and knowledge of what you're talking about. They're seeing it from your perspective. They're understanding it from your perspective. They are very clear on what it is that you are asking them for. And this is key because oftentimes what I notice happens is I get busy, I deliver a message, I expect something to do, somebody to do something. I've not really been clear because what I've done is written the message based on my own bias, my own frame of reference in terms of my message. And then I expect, notice the expectations here, I expect that person to understand exactly what it is that I want and deliver it to me the way that I want. Well, my question is, how can they? It's not possible. And so you need to begin to be very aware of your messaging. How clear is your message? One of the things that I've learned to do is write my email as an example, leave it, walk away, come back and reread it as if I was reading it for the very first time. And as if I was someone that had no understanding at all about what I was asking for or what I was talking about. And notice how clear or perhaps unclear your message is. Most times I notice that I use the word that a lot. Now, what does that mean? Well, to me, I understand it because I've got the frame of reference. But to the person on the other side that's reading it, it doesn't mean anything. So what I need to do is go back to basics in that instance and explain and describe what that is. This makes my message clear. I also notice that there are times when I don't ask directly for what I want. And I was very, very good at doing this. And I always, most times, 99.9% of the time, always didn't get what I wanted. Well, how could I? Because I wasn't clear in my message in asking for what I wanted. So especially when you're creating email messages, go and read, write the message, leave it, read it back sometime later and just validate whether what you've got makes complete sense and is very, very clear. Now, the other thing we often do in written messaging is we tend to what I call waffle, which is used to use a lot of words that don't really need to be there. We do this when we aren't clear. So I might say to you, John, uh, there's a project that I'm working on and there are some deliverables due and I'm not really sure about uh, who's doing what and I just really want to clarify and so I'm wanting help. Is that message clear? No, 
there are a lot of superfluous words that I've used that really don't mean anything. Was the, my message about what it was that I wanted from the person clear in what I delivered? No. Could I have said it in a clearer and more straightforward way? Absolutely. So notice how many extra words you are using in your messaging. And this might be true when you speak to someone over the phone as well. What I noticed is when I'm not clear, I use lots of additional words. And yet when I'm very clear about what it is that I'm ringing for, I'm very succinct and direct and to the point because I know what it is that I'm asking for. John, please help me understand who's working on the project tasks. Can you send me your work breakdown structure? Max, I'm preparing the updated project schedule. Please send me a list of your completed tasks. Notice how efficient it is to be clear and succinct. You use up less time, it takes less effort, and it creates clarity and the ability for someone to respond quickly and directly rather than creating confusion and lack of understanding. So maybe the first thing you can do is to pay attention to either your written messaging and whether you are using too many words. With your verbal communication, again, are you using too many words and not being clear? Do you get clear before you even start to deliver or pre prepare your messaging? And if not, then go back to the start and get clear. What exactly is it that you want as an outcome? And once you're clear on that, it will then make it easier for you to deliver your messages. If you start to do this, interestingly, you might find others will too. And they might express to you how appreciative they are of you being clear, because ultimately it makes their life and their job easier too. So not only are you helping yourself, you're also helping your team members. All right, that's it for today's Project Management Insights. Go back and visit the other episodes. We're getting close to 100 episodes now, so there's lots of them for you to go back and work through. They're all short, so they're not going to take up a lot of your time, a maximum of 10 minutes, a lot of them. So why not dive back in and just see what episodes uh, there are that you haven't looked at? Because you might find that there's value for you and something that's creating a problem for you that I might have already discussed in one of the Project Management Insight episodes. And remember that if you are wanting support with a coach or by having a coach for some of your project management, then why not reach out because I'm here to support you as a coach and help you to look at those areas that are not working for you or the areas that you are struggling with in your teamwork and in getting your projects delivered. I'm here to be that support to help you upskill and become very, very good at what you do. So please reach out if that's something that you're interested in. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. 
be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training. 